Welcome, welcome to the Creative Minds Podcast. I am so grateful that you chose my podcast to listen to, where we have raw, honest conversations that leave you inspired, empowered, learning something new, and give you tips and advice to make you feel unstuck. So this is your host, Ida Tilio, and I'm super excited for you to check out this episode. So welcome everyone to another episode of The Creative Minds. So joining me here is CJ. So CJ, can you first of all tell us a bit more about your story, who you are, and what is it that you do? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. And hello, everyone. I'm a, uh, I guess I would be a audio professional. I work in the audio industry and have been in films and TV podcasts, uh, just all kinds of stuff, specifically focused on sound design and composing and dialogue editing. And so kind of the one-stop shop type of thing for all things audio. And recently uh, have just basically completely shifted focus to only podcasting and podcasting with narrative scripted fiction podcasting so a lot of film scripts that maybe aren't being picked up and or film scripts that are kind of hard to make during during covid so for a little over a year now just have been uh turning down film stuff and uh, (laughs) even though it stings a little bit uh, and still trying to build this world of uh immersive sound for uh a user or I, i call them user so you'll have to forgive me but uh the user for me is the listener and this is kind of coming out of some of the development talk that i've been with or been talking with um other people because we're looking at this new expression of audio that connects more to the listener and and creates a a closer bond with the listener and so we can get into all that but that's kind of where i'm at right now yeah we i'm currently sound designing and mixing uh, I have three narrative fiction dramas that are out, and they're all horror-based. <laughs> I have to apologize, you know, because one of the comments I got recently was, man, I got to the end, a middle of that episode, and yeah. I was so nauseous. <laughs> it was uh, it was awesome. And I was like, I- I'm sorry? Yeah. And they're like, no, it was, that's, I mean that as a compliment. I'm like, you guys are so weird. Why do you yeah. like this stuff? <laughs> and I'm making it, yeah. you know, and so... I'm typically super, I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm sort of in touch spiritually. And like, so some of this stuff kind of really creeps me out. And, and uh, even when I'm, it's literally my voice doing a sound effect. I'll be sitting here late at night and I'll just get creeped out. And I'm like, okay, time to go inside. (laughs) And I'll be done for that. But what's weird is I'm like, Okay, I try to be like a super nice, compassionate, yeah. empathetic. Like I never lose my cool, except yeah. for you know, like of course. I mean, we all have our things, but okay. but I I tend to be fairly chill. Yeah. But then, if you ask me to like rip somebody's soul out in sound design, I have zero problem with that. <laughs> so so I, I it's weird, and I think yeah. that's kind of I might be a trend. I don't know, yeah. but that's kind of where I'm at. And then then starting some new projects, some new films. I have done a lot of work audio with uh, nonprofits and some work with uh, specifically over the last few years with a a group called Exodus Cry and they're and they're 
advocates for uh, abolition or so, so with uh, human trafficking and yeah. also doing some really deep stuff. It's about working on multiple different projects, right? How do you use sound? Like how is sound integrated in the projects that you're doing? If you were to, to, to put an emotion with the things that I'm mm -hmm. uh, encouraging or causing, I guess, like in yeah. this, in this sound expression, a lot of it's not a positive experience yeah. or maybe it's you're scared or, or, or you're, you're experiencing fear because mm -hmm. of, you know, like something I did or some kind yeah. of sound, sound design. And it is really, um, the thing that I'm really trying to do is to be unique in the depth of perception. So mm -hmm. what that means is all of the shows are a binaural mix, which is actually starts in a VR environment. So a 3d mm -hmm. VR ambisonic, um, most of the the sound effects are all recorded in Amazonics, which is a four-channel um, directional. You can you can change the direction of that sound, and and it's kind of what the VR world lives with is mm -hmm. Amazonics. And so basically, what I'll have is a a sound world built in VR, mm -hmm. and then sadly with podcasts at this, I mean not sadly, but but the limit of what we can do in podcasting right now is mm -hmm. to go to a stereo. Mm -hmm. uh, stereo feet. So I basically just take my hand and put it on the back of the listener's head and kind of decide where they're looking, you know, in the, in the VR space. Okay. And that gets exported down to binaural, which is different than stereo. It's uh -huh. a, a, it's based on the measurements of the human head and the reflections that we hear on our body, on our ears. And, and it's kind of an old technology, but it's a really great for if you want to try and have someone sound like they're coming from behind you or below mm -hmm. you but so the directionality is really great when mm -hmm. it comes to binaural so all that to be said like the mm -hmm. connection that i'm looking for and the mm -hmm. reason that i'm doing this in and you know like you, on one side i'm i'm an you know i i would like to eventually call myself you know an advocate of empathy mm -hmm. or someone who is helping with compassion and then on the other side I'm making these shows that are crazy, insane, you know, yeah. people in half and yeah. Gore, yeah. Uh, more F-bombs than ever, uh, <laughs> any other, I think it might have one of the world records, like, yeah. I don't write them, but, but I'll, yeah. you know, it's like, so, so there is this like paradigm or this contrasting thing that's happening with what I'm doing. Here's the thing though, like the, yeah. through my life experience, I've learned that stories a good story is all about contrast. So, yeah. so specifically with audio, if everything's loud, then nothing's loud. Or yeah. if everything's quiet, yeah. nothing's quiet. You know, so yeah. the, the stories and the good dynamic thing is things that have a big contrast. So mm -hmm. even the negative experiences in life, mm -hmm. you know, um, recently I've, uh, so like through a series, uh, I'm not sure. I'm kind of nervous about this conversation. So, or this part of it, I don't get to talk about very often, but, but so kind of as a PTS, I, there were some things that happened that I was, you know, I had to work through and it wasn't, it was, uh, it wasn't to me specifically, but with my family, it's a really touchy subject because, because yeah. one of the things that, that really happened was I, I shut myself down yeah. emotionally to the negative. 
but I didn't realize that those walls are not semi-permeable. So like if you shut yourself off to a mm -hmm. negative experience, mm -hmm. then you're no longer able to access the positive experience. And so the balance of making yourself vulnerable and opening yourself to life experiences and yeah. letting those things affect you. Because uh -huh. the cool thing about audio, it's just like reading a book, right? Like yeah. you read a book and your mind's just like painting all these pictures and, and you're very immersed in that. And so that's kind of where <laughs> long story into kind of like my thing now, now I'll finish this whole like emotional side real quick, because here's where the, it really started happening when I was going to launch my, or my podcast, I, it's not my podcast. It's, it's a, uh, I co-host a podcast with two other actor, comedian, voice actors, mm -hmm. uh, awesome guys, Davis and Chad. And, and they are the funny side and I am the very, I am the, uh, deep diver, I guess, yeah. but we have really great conversations to, with creatives and, mm -hmm. and learning about like what makes us so insane, I guess yeah. it's a podcast, but I would love to think of it more of a, of a movement to, to, to unite creatives, to help create a better tomorrow based mm -hmm. on empathy, compassion you know, equality, all that kind of stuff. And yeah. so that's, that's kind of where that show is. And if you're very empathetic and those scenes or those movies or the projects that you're working on are really getting you to dive into a side that is dark and deep. So why are you still choosing to take on those projects when now you have the choice to choose to take more positive, more empowering um, projects that can lift other people up? That like obviously as a so there's two sides i think mm -hmm. uh as a professional you know i i love all the people that i work with, but a lot of times like i'm not writing the stories you know yeah. so like so it is kind of about connecting with whoever's story it is and the vision of where they're at so mm -hmm. the writer like i want any writer that works with you know our group to be in a dreamland of yeah. just like your it's your vision it's it's what you yeah. you know this expression that you're doing so and then you know obviously the better i'm at doing that the more often i'll get money for continuing to do this whole thing so yeah the, the real nitty-gritty is like this is my day job too um okay. so the uh so is this something that you'd want to do constantly or would you want to change to something else if, if you had the choice yeah I love the thing that I do love is the supernatural expression uh, as far as like the uh, the mm. stories that deal with supernatural or I'd say supernatural. Uh, what would it like? Yeah, like aliens and, and you know, like space yeah. and and yeah. things that are natural or like the natural things are, are fine. And some of those stories are even more challenging sometimes because it mm. is just pure realness. Mm. But the, uh, anytime there's like a ghost or, or that type of thing. So I'm drawn to that. I'm not like necessarily like a massive horror fan. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't watch a lot of horrors. Yeah. Like I said, I get scared easily, which is yeah. really funny because I'm like, yeah. uh, doing so many scary things, but yeah. I think that's a un unique perspective now here's the other idea of what and this was one of the argument and things that i got into too mm -hmm. with why yeah why do people even make horror films? or like why do people like to watch horrors yeah. why is it so why is it so strong yeah and especially uh for females like mm. most of the female filmmakers that i know all either 
are still doing horror or they started in horror. Uh, I say all, most of them yeah. for sure. Uh, and most, and it's a, the, it's a, it's a industry that is predominantly women too. Wow. Like as far as the fan base, there's more females that, or I think it's really close to equal, but yeah, it's not the same in other industries. So I was like really, really interested, like what draws, you know, specifically females to yeah. you know, horror. And so there's a couple of episodes, well, one of them's not out, but, but we interviewed a couple and really it is, it changed my mind. It made me really see everything in a different way after they had talked about this. Uh, Jill Six is one of them. Uh, Jill S-I-X-X is the way yeah. you spell it. And she just came out with a, a new film too. But the uh, the thing that she said is, yeah. is the way that it can take away the power of the fear. And so the the idea is, you know, I came to a realization is as a female... And, and I'm a huge, like, I love, like, all my bosses recently have been female. And, I, <laughs> yeah. and that's on purpose, you know? Yeah. I think females have it together, and they should be doing more leadership because <laughs> us dudes are uh, motivated and doing some weird stuff. And I'm going to, I might get some, get some slack. <laughs> but I don't care. Uh, the thing that I realized is, is, let's say, like, you know, when a female leaves to go to her car at night mm, mm -hmm. when i go to my car i don't have i don't have to have my keys in my hand to where like you know they're almost like a weapon and ever it never crosses my mind it doesn't even yeah. cross my mind yeah but for females that's a very present thing like so why why are we creating movies in a way where women need to are emphasized that you need to fear this why aren't we just showing women that they're powerful enough and they don't need to be that like we're kind of re-emphasizing this we're kind of re-emphasizing that men mm -hmm. are still powerful and women are still not so why i think there's some, yeah there's that side of it and then there's also the side that uh what they were also expressing was was like the first time <laughs> it was funny it's like the first time you meet an axe murderer you don't want it to be out in the street you want it to be in a controlled environment where you're watching a movie and you're processing this fear so it, it, for, for what we what i have found is uh -huh. it's a way to process fear in a way that's in a controlled environment and so it's a negative uh -huh. experience maybe but it's an it's a, something that they can control okay. and so like with chad and davis my co-host they, they talk about with comedy a big part of comedy is taking the power away from something that's negative, turning it on its head and making fun of it. And yeah. now it's like, you've taken the power away from it. And so part oh. of their expression through this now, not all. Okay. And I don't like all, like, I don't like all, like there's some stuff that I'm just like, I don't think it's necessary. I, if you listen to any of the shows that I'm doing, it, it, you will find empathy. And, and so like one of the, you will find strands and I call them almost Easter eggs of, of empathy to where even if it's a ghost story one of the stories uh in another room is another one of the first series that i did <clears throat> there's an episode that's based in the sixth or kind of like the story of these wives or ghosts yeah. of wives yeah. that are telling the story but you realize like they're from the 60s or the 50s or 60s to where you know the housewife thing like you stay home 
you cook the dinner. Why isn't supper done? I'm going to go watch yeah. TV until supper, you know, like all this stuff where they're, they were subjected to this abuse mm. that they couldn't do anything about. And so the stories that are in that episode are specifically about the stories that they never got to tell, you know, like the mm. things that, and so way, raising awareness towards, you know, this equality that we need to see happen specifically yeah. in a lot of our industries like content and stories are so powerful that people can mm. connect to mm. and and what we're doing is really teaching generations if, yeah, yeah intentionality is yes. massive and the only other thing i'll say is a study just came out that the most impactful media right now yeah. is video games yeah. so it's not movies it's not music yeah. It's video game. And that's what's driving. That's going to be tomorrow. You know, like that's what the, the our society is. They're, they're getting more from video games than they're getting from any other expression right now. And that's why. What that's are they learning kind of, though? What are they learning from playing a game? That's a great question. <laughs> you know, because I was <laughs> like, oh man, my kids love Fortnite and they're yeah. super, they can get super toxic. You know, they're like, I'm yeah. like what did you just say? Like, yeah. who are you even talking to? Yeah. Like, you know, everybody being locked at home or like this virtual learning thing. Kids mm. need social interaction. Yeah. You know, like they, they, go, they're going crazy, you know? And so, but their only sense of, you know, getting to hang out a lot of times is Fortnite. You know, I would yeah. say Fortnite's probably the biggest one. There's others. Yeah. But I think, I mean, Fortnite's gotta be, you know, the top one I would imagine. Yeah. And it's just like, what is it going to look like to have a whole society that grew up on Fortnite? You know, like if parents are still working, you know, I know a lot of kids are just, yeah. probably on there all day long yeah. you know if they're not doing school a dopamine driven society yeah. to where we're constantly looking for that yes. i call it the ding but i think the dopamine thing to where i think not just kids i think it's everyone i think yeah. obviously with the phones and and we're constantly looking for that notification or that yeah. ding or that something about it is just super addicting One of the the studies that i i really love about you know like with a lot of these uh people that are studying the conscious or like or the like where is our consciousness and what yes. what is consciousness and yes. this idea and one of the one of the they use um the these random number generators to help with these studies that will they'll, they'll put a random you know results type thing into a a test environment yeah. and i'm gonna mess this up really bad so just uh look it up afterwards or whatever but like where they put you know uh, a, a plant in a in a squ in a square room and they put it in the corner that doesn't have any sunlight yeah and there's a there's a a lamp from the ceiling yeah but it's it's uh based on random numbers like completely random numbers it's able to move around uh, and it shines its light in the different corners like this right mm. i don't know if you can mm. see it or not yeah but the uh what's really interesting is as that study progresses yeah somehow that light hits more random numbers oh. eventually more and more to where it's pointing its light at that plant so that plant can survive which is mind-blowing to me yeah. because it's like that's the idea so the idea is really us and or, you know humans and who we are yeah there's so much more than i think what we understand yeah. that comes to this connected consciousness yeah. or you know something that's connecting and 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 moving us in a more connected way and you know with with everything the studies i'm doing right now is like diving deep into synesthesia 
to where people can hear or people can see colors by hearing sound wow. like have you heard about synesthesia no it, it's amazing it's amazing uh some people hear sounds and certain sounds will give them taste it's something based on what they hear they'll see a color or they'll actually have you know physical they they feel things you know in a world of vr you know like with the developers and things that are, you know like the arguments like how do we get them to smell something you know yeah. like that we got to create some kind of gear mm. i'm like um already have those triggers built into our bot like people everyone has a certain form of synesthesia and yeah. it's like different very differently like different things that happen when you hear certain sounds so if everyone has those triggers already in there, mm. how do we figure out? Now, this is more of a neuroscience, like, yeah. thing, you know, and, uh, but, but if those triggers are already there, it's just a matter of like frequency, audio, and now we're all like smelling or tasting something, you know, we're yeah. all having steak or we're all yeah. having, you know, Brussels sprouts, which. So let's kind of end it like for now. Uh, I just wanted to kind of like ask you, like ask you questions, but I, I remember when I like wanted to connect with you and you mentioned that your goal is to inspire creatives. And I, I want I really want to state it because it was very powerful. And you said your goal is to inspire creatives to connect and use their powers to make a better future. What, what do you mean by use their powers? Like, what powers are you referring to? The, the, I think the power is really, if you want to go like superhero, it's like, it, it, it is, it is changing thoughts. I think it's, it's opening perspectives that people wouldn't be open to mm. via an argument or a discussion. Mm. So like it, if you can watch or you can listen to someone's story and connect on I think it's like a vehicle. I think filmmaking, it really is a vehicle of empathy. It's a way that, and people don't even, you might not even recognize that it's happening. Yeah. But as soon as you see someone walking down the road, mm. you know, it's a shot of somebody walking down the road, mm. you're putting yourself in their shoes. Like, I mean, so it's like a practice of empathy and, and connecting with other people. And the more that we can, as filmmaker, or mm. I say filmmakers, art makers, you know, because mm -hmm. this applies to everything, mm -hmm. recognize that that is really the currency or the thing that we are dealing with mm. is an expression of you know, everyone, you know, the hot words right now are, are immersion, you know, it's an mm -hmm. immersion or it's like a, what's the other one? Uh, immersive, immersive experience, you know, like mm -hmm. that whole word is based on empathy. I think mm -hmm. like you're wanting your listener or your viewer, viewer to express empathy mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. your character or mm -hmm. with your story. Right. Yeah. And so people think they're not empathetic or whatever, yeah. but if you're in art or you're a creator, yeah, you are, you are dealing directly with empathy yeah. and what better way to see a more empathetic, you know, the issues that we've been seeing in society, I think are based on a system that we've built to, to reward narcissism and reward you know, the opposite of empathy, mm. uh, you know, just this idea yeah. of like, everything's about me. I can step on everybody on the way up if I have to. Oh, and all this, like, oh, like you're not with me, then just get, you know, like it's frustrating. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. we need is more empathy. Yeah. Like when it comes to, to the racial issues mm. and all, you know, like even, you know, the, the equality in the workspace and all that mm. stuff. If mm -hmm. you are an empathetic person, it's not hard to understand what we need to do. That's where I get, uh, that's where the real drive and the passion is, is to yeah. help inspire creatives to understand that you are dealing with empathy when you 
creative story mm -hmm. and using that power and that is power i think mm -hmm. that is power you know like it is a thing that yeah. if you are helping people move in a positive way or mm -hmm. you know what you're going to make them move one way or the other it's either going to be a positive mm. thing or it's mm. going to be a negative thing. Mm. Otherwise your film sucks, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, or your art sucks because yeah. like they aren't responding, then that's not art. You know? The last question is, uh, what is your definition of success? My definition of success is mm. who, you know, I think it is, I think that's something that's, uh, uh, that's hard for me to know because the success things that are typical are, are not motivating to me at all because, yeah. you know, I've, I've started, started in the film. I was, you know, successful in that. And I was to the point to where it was at the top of what I could do, you know, making money, I was making money and, you know, doing what I had dreamed. And so success is really not about, I guess, status for me yeah. or like for me, like, I bring success into a more personalized, like almost daily type. Like if I can connect with someone, mm -hmm. you know, like today I connected with you, you mm -hmm. know, this is success, you yeah. know, and I think the changes that we need to see are going to happen on this one-to-one, -one, you know, and the, the idea that, 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 you know, media and all this stuff, but it still is a very one-on-one, -on -one, you know, learning about someone connecting with someone yeah. to where that that is very successful you know yeah. and, and and like maybe some of the things we talked about you know we'll think about in the future and that's going to cause more success so it's like almost yeah. like a it's a success is an illusion which yeah. is uh, quoting one of uh, you know like a uh, tool is one of you know um, it's, i have this weird paradigm in my life to where yeah. i could i could be a a charismatic preacher or i could also be but anyways i just love all things and yeah. okay. uh but yeah so like this idea of of just kind of a daily you know like for me today like when my kids get home i want to i want to connect with them mm. you know? mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. <laughs> it's tough because like yeah. i have a lot of stuff i gotta get done you yeah. know but but like being able to connect with them yeah that's the best success that yeah. you could ever have perfect thank you so much cj and um thank you for everything that you're doing and mm -hmm. for people to connect with you where should they connect with you uh instagram is probably the best way right now as far okay. as if you want to keep up with like what what's going on thank you everyone for listening to this episode honestly great points we jumped on on many different topics but it's a very interesting way to kind of talk about creativity so thank you again cj for joining me and thank you everyone to listening to this episode i hope you have an awesome rest of your day i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did please feel free to subscribe and rate my podcast honestly it takes a few seconds to do so but really helps more people to learn about the podcast and impact more people's lives